two, Drunk Valorant, episode number 51. Um, yeah, something about Area 51. There's a joke somewhere. I don't know what it is. I don't know like, if Area 51 was the right way to go with the joke. I don't know if there's a better one, but, like... I don't know. Well, I mean, what I else can... comes to your mind when you think of 51? Um, yeah, yeah, I really don't know. Not a lot. I guess they they missed the entire part last week about us talking about how we're, we're like basically yeah we lost so much last week it was yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah so like fifty one I think this is coming out basically on our year anniversary but you know it's not a year of episodes it's not fifty two episodes you know so yeah but like when this drops it'll be basically a year from when we started the podcast kind of cool. wild. Yeah, 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 pretty wild. I can't believe we're still doing it, to be honest. And here we are. Yeah. Episode 51. Mm. Um, well, if so we I'm never make it to 52, from... this will not hold up very well. Yeah. <laughs> it will not. It will not. Yeah, interestingly enough, we got Hunter checking in from uh, Nevada today. Um, his little computer setup over there. Uh, what he's doing out there, I'm not too sure, but might find that out eventually. Um, oh, I see. Now you're looping back <laughs> because you thought of a joke later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Call back. Wait, is this is the setup for a joke that is yet to come, or this is the continuation of an existing joke? No, 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 no. The, the punchline just came before the setup. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know what the punchline is. I, I get to listen to it again when I'm editing, so I'll, I'll figure it out then. I'll be like, oh, that's a good one, Gas. Ha ha. I don't, I don't, no, you won't, like, you won't. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's one, not but... even, like, yeah. <laughs> For the record, I am in, uh, Maryland. <laughs> for, for the record, do you know where Area 51 is? Is it in Nevada? Yes. Oh, 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 oh I see, I see, okay. Cool, cool. That, that, okay, I don't know how I didn't put that together. Anyway, uh, what I'm drinking is the Devil's Backbone Distilling Co. Orange Smash. Hey, I didn't ask uh, you what the fuck you were drinking. I don't care. <laughs> I'm telling you anyway. <laughs> it is a vodka with orange juice and natural citrus flavors drink. I got this by trading in some uh, Bud Light seltzers, seltzers with a buddy when I was at a party a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's, it's very good. It's uh, I don't normally, I'm not a huge fan of vodka drinks, but it's very orangey. Uh, Screwdriver in like a can. Crush. Yeah, yeah. Pretty solid. I, I don't understand how you made a trade like couple weeks ago at a party and you still have them yeah yeah well that's a bit uh, of a I have, I have other alcohol as well well remember when he breaks out some random bottle of alcohol that he's like yeah two years ago i got this from a free box that somebody left outside their doorstep but <laughs> uh, alcohol burn rate is definitely lower than yours i will admit that well alrighty, chase what do you got well speaking of burning through uh i mean i bought a box of pacific pilsners last night you know, classic, cheap Canadian beer, uh, BC beer. I don't know if it's available anywhere else, but you know, this is the like the cheapest all right beer you can get. Um, and so I'm currently drinking a warm Pacific Pilsner. You know, yeah, I think they're they're supposed to be drank warm. I see. Yeah. Um, it's not well, nice enough of a beer for you to actually put in the fridge. No, it's, but like. It'd be better if it were cold. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, it's That's how because bad it, is. it isn't worth the fridge space. Wow. Well, I'm we saying something. <laughs> we came home from a party at like two in the morning last night, 
and I dropped the box on the floor and went to bed. And then I just got home like 10 minutes ago. And so I picked the box up and grabbed a beer out of it. I see. I see. All right. Well, speaking of, I was also at a party last night. Um, Whoa, could that have been one of the same party? Yeah, it it might have also been at my house. um, Hence why I was at said party. But um, yeah, so I'm drinking a couple. Well, drinking is a loose term here. Uh, There are a bunch of jello shots that were left over. Guys can be hammered. Incredible. He's absolutely hammering jello shots <laughs> all night. And then then you guys died. are going out to a party after this, right? Oh, I'm not fucking leaving my house after this. What? Yeah, I but I said you'd go to pregame and then go to something else after this. Well, I'm going and with some of jo- or Cass's oh. roommates. Um, I, I see. And Cass going is just going well, specifically Josh, he's he's going. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that y- Yasha's thing or whatever? That no, you're no, to? we're going to the, the surf club party. Oh, I thought you needed a ticket for that. Yeah, you do. I have one. But not for Josh. He's going to try to get it. There's no way Josh has a fucking ticket for that. No, he does not. Um. Yeah, well, I also have some glitter bombs. Um, Hazy Pale Ale, Phillips, local Vancouver brewery, uh, that Hannah bought me for the party yesterday. And then I ended up drinking some other stuff that Chase got me for the party the night before. Man, Hannah's oh. buying you beer now? Well, I paid her for it. She just picked them oh. up for me. Yeah. I see. The way you um, said it sounded more friendly. Mm. Okay, well. No, you don't do that in Canada. It's too expensive. <laughs> Understandable. A good friend will go buy beer for you, but you still pay them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, in the, like, God, if it's in the States, it's like, you know, I'm going to somewhere. I'll run to the store, pick up, like, a 30 rack of Bud for, like, 20 bucks. And then it's like, dude, don't bother paying me back. Like, you just get beers next time or whatever. Um, the only problem is you get a 30 rack of butt in Canada, you're looking at like 75 bucks. Yeah. So, That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Bauer and stuff. Um, unless any of you guys have any other pressing concerns? Um, no, no, I'm concerned with Valorant. Are you? Yeah. What's your what's your big concern here? My big concern is that I didn't play a game before this, and so I really just I'm not in the Valorant mindset yet. So I I gotta get talking about it so I can feel you know like in in the groove. Oh yeah, Cass and I were we're in the fast lane. All we're yeah. thinking about is Valorant. Could not Oddly be. There's enough. not any other thoughts in my mind at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Are, are yeah. we like stalling for time? Do we not have any topics no, today? No. Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> I did play um did play a couple games earlier today and like you know they, they went pretty well. Yeah, we lost a total of eight rounds between the two games, so yep. <laughs> pretty solid uh slate of games there. Nice, wish yeah, I could I got, say the same. I got pseudo called a smurf in that last one too. Ooh, oh, that's that's a nice feeling. Yeah. 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 Yeah, someone on the other team was clearly very butthurt at that point and they said uh you guys wouldn't be getting winning anything without Sky and Jet, or Sky is our buddy who's actually Smurf, and then Jet is Cass in that case. So yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty cool. So I Cass think that means that uh, you should be Diamond Three now, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, clearly something like that. Yeah, but also like you got to consider Alex is playing on Guy, so like you put him on Reyna, and there wouldn't be any kills left for me to get. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, the first game, Tony actually popped the fuck off. Like, Tony was, like, match MVP, top of the leaderboard. Shit. And then the game on Breeze, he, he had a rough go at it. Yeah. Well, I think it he had has to do with games. his op not hitting because he was he was killing it on KO on Ascent, and then Chamber on Breeze was just rough. Yeah, I mean, he, he typically goes off on Chamber more than you expect. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I, I think Breeze... I think Tony has a similar alping style that I do, in which does not suit Breeze super well. Because, like, you think, like, oh, Breeze has a ton of really long sight lines. Obviously, the op's going to be really strong here. But I I much prefer to op, like, really tight angles, which Breeze doesn't really have. Um, so it's, like, a similar thing that I have with opping down B-Long um, on Pearl. Like, I don't love it because... It's so open. There's so many places that, like, once you're once you're out, it's like you got to really be scanning across a lot of stuff. And I much prefer to just be like, here's a much more narrower choke, even if I have to play much closer to them at the point in which, like, the rifle is going to be much more effective. Uh, like, I'd rather off those tighter angles. And I think Tony is in, like, a bit of a similar position when it comes to him offing in that kind of scenario. Yeah. Um, okay, but at any rate, uh, so Riot has promised us some changes, changes that have not seen the light of day yet. Uh, one of which has been teased, being the ci- the cipher changes. Um, it's been teased and, as in what the changes are, or just that they're coming. No, no, that they're coming. Like there's cipher okay. in the range. Uh, oh yeah, so there's like I just noticed that the other day because yeah, I don't I, really I go into the range, that, but yeah. I just thought of that as like ciphers there providing intel, and there's lore hints there. So I didn't I didn't see that as oh cipher buffs as much as just that it makes sense that cipher would be the character who has you know this computer with all this juicy stuff on it. He's got like some voice line about him upgrading his utility or something like that in the range. Yeah. I didn't know he said anything in the range. <laughs> I think he, I think you can go and talk to him. I think you can interact at that. this you point. Can, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I never tried that. I had just you know seen him flipping around his uh, thing and uh, and like hi cipher, what's popping? Without actually you know attempting to do anything about it. That didn't okay. used to be there, right? Like it was just the no, room. no, no, no. And then that was, yeah, recently that was they put a cipher there. Yeah. 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 Yep. In the practice range, the practice bot so, area. Yeah. Basically, like. The, it he has some voice line that hints about his utility and stuff is in general getting a buff to make him you know better um okay but the other one that they talked about is they talked about uh, nerfing chamber again hmm. and i'm curious about how they're going to do it while not completely making him dodge it because i think that they they've once again caused the, a similar problem that they had when it came to nerfing chat. And I think they didn't learn from the mistake, and we're now back exactly where we started, just with a different character. Well, what I will say is what I think is different is at least they attacked the heart of the problem being his teleport in terms of making that, uh, you know, uh, the cooldown increased making you actually take punishment first and an enemy breaking your teleports. So at least they got at the actual ability that was an issue, unlike unlike with Jet. Uh, however, this just might 
it's just similar to Jet, it might not have been enough. I don't know. I feel like they didn't really address the problem. And the problem that... Like, the problem is he can often get away for free. Right, right. Like, and, like, I think people have somewhat of an issue when, like, you do the same thing with a rifle. But I don't think it's as... People are as upset about that. And I think it's more to do with the fact that much like Jet on defense he can hold aggressive angles with an op and then fuck off and I feel like unlike Jet right, where, where they took when, when they nerfed Jet's uh, tailwind they they left her with her attacking prowess of you can still smoke and dash onto site rather effectively but you can't like now, now you're not as you know flexible on defense like you have to choose when to use it Right, right. Um, which I, I feel like is, you know, they, they left the attacking prowess that she has and took away some of her defensive capabilities, which I think makes sense. But you can't really do that with Chamber because Chamber doesn't have any fucking attacking prowess. Right. Like to, to like leave some defensive capabilities. um, But like nerf the attacking part is, yeah, like the the way you play Chamber already is kind of set up in that way, so that doesn't work as well on offense um, for, like, setting up your teleports yeah. and, and opping in that oppressive manner where you can get away for free. Um, it does work a little bit. Like, you can set one back, but you're retreating, um, which is fair. I don't think that that's really the problem that people have. It's just a de defensive problem, uh, and it's difficult to kind of leave that character of the game, like, of the character... Uh, the main part of like what makes him unique, right, is is the his ability to do that, and it's like integral to to the rest of his kit. So it's interesting that, like, I'm I'm interested to see how they could change those elements to make him different and not dog shit. Right. And like, I agree. I, think, I don't know. I think somebody said that there's there's probably a fair number of frames from when Chamber hits his his E to when he leaves. But how do you figure that out? Because if if you leave the number of frames, or like if the number of frames it takes is, is too long, then he's dog shit, right? If it was like Yoru TP length, Chamber would be fucking awful. But if it's too quick, then you haven't actually done anything to really nerf him. I mean, would he be awful? True. That's the real question, right? If you gave him Yoru's TP time, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think so as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility of like, you know, maybe maybe he wouldn't be. You know, maybe it's one of those things where you think, oh, this is going to completely ruin a character. But then you play him and you're like, oh, there are actually all of these other aspects of his kit as well that make him as good as he currently is. I mean, like, I see what you're saying, but... I feel like that's not the case in this context. Yeah, I feel like here's here's the thing with Chamber. You have when Jet had her dash changed, her dash still functioned when it was active the same way. You just had you just now had a limited window with which to use it. And so I feel like they have to do something similar with Chamber. I don't feel like they can make the action of him teleporting much less effective without ruining the character. I just think that maybe they just hit, they just need to do other things. And I'm trying to think what those other things would be. 
to make the teleport more limited, like maybe decrease the range even more. I'm I'm not sure. Like, I guess it's a tough spot to be in because uh, you were saying, Cass, you could find a certain amount of seconds that he takes where he can be hit while teleporting. I don't know that you can even really do that because, like, that's not the approach they went with Jet, and I feel like that is a key part of Chambers' kit. So this is also goes back to conversations we've had before where we've said, like, there can be a difference between adjusting agents around pro play and adjusting agents around ranked play. Because my personal feeling is that Chamber is currently well-balanced for, like, low to mid-tier ranked play. I I don't feel like he needs to be nerfed more. But for advanced levels, it seems like it hasn't done enough. So that's kind of a tough balance. Yeah, I mean, you still see him everywhere. Right, because he's a, he is a fun character to play, and he's good. Right, so you like you just see yeah. him in a lot of games. Um, yeah, and, although I also yeah go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say part of that is maybe like how prevalent he is in pro play, affecting how much people want to play him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, feel I saw, like I saw some stats showing that like over the last act, like in ranked overall, the most picked agent was Reyna, and that is. You know, obviously Reyna is nowhere near the top five best agents in the game right now when it comes to the meta, but people really enjoy playing her, and that's why she's up there. Um, I mean, there's also the, the the factor of Smurfs, but I feel like now with Jet and Chamber as well being popular Smurf targets, Reyna Smurfs are not the main problem. So going along the lines of what Chase said, I think people just really like playing Chamber, and right now the three other Sentinels are a little underpowered relative to Chamber. So maybe part of the solution is buffing them. Yeah, have like a viable other alternative for the role, especially in, in pro play. Well, the difficult, the difficult thing is I don't know if you can really have a viable alternative to what Chamber does. Because one of the things that we've seen over time is that, you know, the lines between the different classes have been blurred. And Chamber is very unique he is more unique to any of the other Sentinels than Cypher and KJ are to each other. Um, and so, like, if you buff Killjoy a lot, she still wouldn't provide... If you kept her abilities roughly the same, just made them better, that wouldn't provide the same thing that Chamber does when it comes to the ability to take those long-range fights. So that's going to be tough for people who just enjoy playing Chamber or running a Chamber in a team comp, but it might help. It might start going in the right direction a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking more if we're talking like he's more balanced at the like gameplay level, at, like rank yeah. level, but uh, not so much at pro. Is that pros thinking a lot more about designing team comps? Uh, and so, if right, you are right. offering a viable like reason to play one of these other sentinels on the map, then maybe there's no room for chamber on this on these maps. You know? Um, oh, I see. Yeah, that's fair. I see. Yeah. So in ta- in terms of designing the team comp around whatever the meta is. But like, okay. I, I think part of the, part of the issue there is it's not usually the, the Sentinel player on a pro team that's playing chamber. No, because the Sentinel player quote unquote on a pro team has, is a position that has fallen out of favor. Yeah. Like those right. players almost don't exist anymore. Some, so there are definitely some notable ones, but like overall, the meta has shifted away from those players and they are finding themselves like the people who used to be like the core Sentinel player are finding themselves like kind of lost and not, not being able to play that role. 
they don't have a role on a pro team anymore because you just have a right. chamber. And you don't see a lot of double sentinel teams, but no. Okay. And then, I mean, we, we've discussed this on the podcast before, but like, I also think it's kind of hard to, to make the, the traditional sentinels being like killjoy and chamber too strong because, or killjoy and, and cypher too strong because then it's just like, like cypher is a rather weak agent at the current moment. I fucking hate playing against cyphers. Like their utility yeah. is just annoying to deal with. Yeah, good like cipher is that, good. Yeah, it's you know, like, really and if annoying. you make that utility stronger, that's just gonna like it's like I don't know. Like I, I, I think it gets to the point where it's just not fun to play in like on the opposing team to play into that, right? Um, same thing with like a disgusting Killjoy setup. Like it's just not fun to be playing against that if it's too strong. Right, like if you couldn't, like, uh, what's the best way to do this? Like, if Cipher's trips, right? Like, let's say they made a change where like they couldn't be broken unless they were like visible. If that makes sense, like you know, when you get up close and then you can actually see them. If they made it so like you can't just like yeah. spam them from a ways away, you can't just like stove a shock dart them out or whatever. So like you need to be close to disable them then like jesus christ that's like that'd be a nightmare to play against um and so i feel like yeah it's really hard to buff the other sentinels up to the point where i mean for pro play this wouldn't be as big of a deal but like from just a ranked experience i feel like it's hard to buff those other sentinels up without making it very not fun to play from a gameplay perspective for like the average ranked player i think that's fair i I see what you're saying but like at the same time i feel like there's still things you can do like for example i really liked our kj buff idea from several episodes ago that like you if you shoot a KJ Molly, an enemy KJ Molly, then it goes off immediately. So like mm-hmm. you have to deal with it with r- whether uh, you know it's right now or later. Um, so I feel like that's the first example that comes to mind. But I feel like there are ways to buff the other Sentinels that aren't just incredibly oppressive that make them frustrating to play against. And the other Sentinels being Cipher, like we're not really putting Sage into this conversation much. Well, and KJ as well. I think KJ could use some buffs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but you were saying like, other Sentinels other than KJ as well. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know if Sage really needs a buff. I mean, you could perhaps make her wall a bit stronger. Like and then it would just be OP bullets. in pistol. It already is so strong in pistol. Yeah, I I yeah. don't I think the wall is the wall is fine, yeah. none, like better than her. Oh, own. sure, sure, sure. Like the wall yeah. is by far and away her best ability. I'm not arguing that, but like, I don't know. I think yeah. like if you needed a buff, you could like make her heal teammates faster, like not to a more percentage, but you know faster heal rate. Mm. Um, but like even then, you're like it's not doing much. Sage is in a fine position, I think. Uh, even though she's not super meta on a lot of maps, like I'm never sad that we have a sage on our team. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I just, like, I don't know. I feel like Sage is in an interesting position where, like, she is very much the only one that does what it is that she does, and that's basically just her wall. Like, she's the only one that has a physical construction that you drop down, and it's like, this is here. Um, and so I think on maps in which, like, you want that... In which you're forced like, to break to make it through. Right, right. Yeah. Like, specifically, like, Icebox, right? It's like, we want this physical barrier. Right. Like, we're, we're picking Sage for that, and the rest of her kit is just, like... Like, you're not picking the Sage for her slows. You're not picking her for her heal or for her ult. It's like, we want the fucking wall. Um, oh, the ult is very nice. It's a good ult. Yeah, the ult is, like, yeah, the ult is nice. The heal is nice. Mm -hmm. The slows, at times, can be nice. But, like, that's not yeah, why you're picking. slows are the weakest part of her kit, I think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like, the heal. They uh, are, but I think you guys might be sleeping on them a little bit. Like, they're a good ability. Yeah, they're like, a good. The fact that you can't destroy them delay. or anything like that, and, you know, they really make you play differently when it comes to pushing where her slows are. Um, it's just that they don't last for super long. But, like, she gets two of them. I, I think it's a good ability. I, I, I mean, like I would agree that the wall is way better, but I would say the ranking of her, not including her ult, is wall first, then slow, then heal. No, I, I feel like you could... I feel like they could rather safely buff the duration of her slows without that being yeah right in fact like i i feel like sage's slows probably are a bit too short like when i'm on the when i'm on the opposite team and i'm trying to push somewhere and there's a sage slow it's like well this will be gone in a couple of seconds it's very easy to wait out but the thing is it makes you wait it out like you don't peek through it there's yeah, no like also, i'm, like, can, I'm gonna flash through, through this it. and peek it like you can mm -hmm. but it's much more difficult than say a smoke yes I don't know. They could also like increase the amount of slowing it does. I, that just removes I, I any. Uh, yeah. That removes any like version whatsoever of of you peeking, right? Yeah, like, even if you're like just that, disrespecting it, it entirely. Yeah, because like I often do just disrespect it. I often I, I often respect it because you're slow peeking very slowly already. It seems like it would be. Uh, it would be stupid to peek at a lot of times, you know. Yeah, I know. I like. I don't disrespect it when I know there's an op on the other side, but I'll disrespect it in in other scenarios. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, but like Sage is not really what we're talking about here. It's not like you're debating bringing a Sage into your team comp as your main sentinel. Like you, you bring Sage for other purposes. Yeah, yeah. and then like, I don't know. The next thing I kind of wanted to go over is like, what what makes something broken, right? Like, I think we can all agree that there have been certain things in the game in the past that were definitely broken. Yeah, like OG Stinger, uh, the Aries for about two weeks, <laughs> but maybe even less than that, a week. Like, I know, those are the only two that come to my head, like, right off the start. Oh, I guess, um, what, the Viper, when you immediately took, what was it, 50 decay damage? Yeah. Um, but, like, I I think it's kind of hard to draw that line, right? Like, I think we can all agree Chamber's probably the strongest agent in the game right now. 
but is he broken? I don't know what what makes something broken. Just being, I think it's more of a difference between them and the rest of the the team. Like, because I I I kind of disagree with that. Like, I, I'm not arguing whether or not Chambers better than the rest of the cast at the moment, but I'm wondering if that if that's at a level which is broken, because like when when we look at the Viper wall doing 50 decay damage. That made Marshall's fucking god tier. Right. Right? Uh, like, that was the broken mechanic of it. Like, the broken mechanic is, all of a sudden, my full shields don't mean shit. And there's certain weapons that are really good against not shielded opponents. Namely, the Marshall. Ghost. Um, yeah, Ghost, Marshall. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude. Like, it makes your classics that much fucking stronger, too, right? Well, one headshot, one body shot kills. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, I think that it's that mechanic that was broken in tandem with the guns that you have access to. I, I don't think that the decay damage on its own was broken, if that makes sense. I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it's hard to like put a finger on what exactly makes something broken because each thing is its own unique aspect and, and has so many different interactions in the game, right? So if there might be a mechanic with something that sp specifically makes it broken, um, like I could say the same thing like, oh, Chambers teleport is broken because you can often get out of jail for free. Right, like, but that's a completely different reason why something's broken than the Viper example you just gave. Sure, but I'm saying, like, like, would you think the Chamber's TP mechanic is broken if you remove the Operator from the equation? Like, if the Operator didn't exist in this game, would you say that Jet's dash mechanic pre-nerf was broken if you remove the Operator from this game? So it's the op that's, that's broken, and they should yeah. remove the op. Yeah, hey, now we're talking. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so Cassie just solved now. all of my problems, actually. <laughs> wow. Cass suggesting removing the op. Ooh, that is, a, that is not a take I expected to hear. Yeah, today. that's definitely where he was trying to go with this. So I oh, think yeah, that we 100%. should keep running with, yeah, Cass 100% thinks the op should be removed from the game. There's no reason to have such a powerful one-shot weapon. Yeah, I mean, it defeats the skill of Valorant when you can zoom in and click on someone's chest to get that kill rather than their head. It's the only weapon in the game that does that. Very low skill required to use. Yeah. Marshall, yeah you, the no, you can zoom in. That's that's insane. You can't zoom yeah, in. Yeah, Marshall is fine. You have to zoom in and hit their head. The zoom in and hit their chest is the problem. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, man. I, I, was saying, I was saying in the, the context of like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I guess I was thinking round two. Yeah, like we're talking full, full opponent. Uh, a stinger is busted round two, and, you know, you're not talking about removing that. I'd be okay with them removing the stinger. Oh, but totally my point is, that. we're not talking about <laughs> round two busted weapons. We're talking about overall busted weapons. The Odin. I think there are a bunch of weapons that are busted <laughs> round two. Fucking the Odin. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't know what to do about it. It, it pisses me <laughs> off. I hate, yeah, I hate that gun. I hate the, I hate it, that gun. And everybody else seems to be able to. Every time I use an Odin, it 
like reaction time with it is way too slow, so people push me and, and kill me. And every time I'm against an Odin, I die in two bullets or whatever. Like it's it's probably like four bullets or something. But like it's, it's so fast. It's so fast. I just immediately die. You might as well have one tapped uh, me with a vandal. That was yep. tough last night seeing you guys getting wrecked by Odins and being like, Man, put me in, coach. I wish I was there to use an Odin to counter them. Well the pro well, no, like, the problem the we problem had was game punch. Problem oh, is yeah. aim punch, you said? Yeah, that's my problem with the Odin. My problem is the aim punch. The aim punch is pretty rough. That's that's a fair point. Right? It's like if I'm taking a duel against the Odin, as soon as I get hit by that first bullet, my fucking goddamn like crosshairs in the middle of the fucking sky. Like, I I I don't have a problem with it's time to kill, or the fact that they don't need to be as accurate with hitting headshots because the whole point of the Odin is Odin go burr. I'm putting bullets down range. It's that as soon as I get hit by one of those bullets. My crosshair's in the fucking sky. And also, they've got fucking 200 of them. No, it's 100, right? About yeah. 100 of them that they can just fucking lay down on an angle. And then it's like, well, I can't peek into that. Because I'm going to get hit by the first one, I'm going to get aim-punched all shit, and then they're going to kill me. Like, if you remove the aim-punch, I think I'd do much better against Odin. That's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah, because then it, it would give you the opportunity in the extra like fractions of seconds that it takes to kill you to like actually shoot them in the head instead. Yeah. But like, like, I I feel like removing the aim punch from an Odin is kind of a goofy idea because, or, okay. I know you're not seriously suggesting that, but the thing of saying like Odins are OP because of the aim punch, what they're saying is when someone would have killed me with a vandal and likely with a phantom, depending on the situation, instead they aim punch me with a more expensive gun than either of those. And the aim punch is rough. Well, yeah, sure, you would have died. You would have just straight up lost that gunfight immediately if it was against a Vandal. But since it's against an Odin, now you have a slight chance. Yeah, if they headshot you, right. Yeah, but I'm saying even if they don't headshot me, the fucking aim punch feels ridiculous with an Odin. I I don't think there's any difference in the aim punch of an Odin for body shots. In fact, I don't think there is aim punch on any weapon with body shots, is there? I think aim punch is only a thing with headshots. Okay, maybe. But, like, maybe they just get so much more bullets that are coming out a lot faster, and so it's more likely that one of them hits me in the head. That could be. I guess. Like, I I don't know. But, like, I feel like I notice aim punch much more against Odin's than I do with any other gun. Um, And obviously with Phantom and Vandal, like, I'd be dead. So that's not super relevant. But then, like, I don't notice it with, like, specters as much. And I guess with a stinger, I'm fucking dead if I see you and you yeah. shoot me up close. You're dead if you so. see me. Yeah. <laughs> also with a stinger. Well, yeah. the difference is if somebody is standing there with a vandal and they and they tap me immediately when I, like, round a corner, I'm like, well, fuck. But damn, that was a good shot. Like, they're, they're, they right. were very good, you know? If someone, if I'm rounding a corner and all of a sudden I get tagged by an Odin bullet, one, I'm frozen. So the next five are going to hit me too. Um, and, and then obviously I'm just dead. And I don't think, damn, what a great shot, what a great play. I think fucking Odin. Yep. And that's where you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, like... that's the difference. Yeah, it's like, if I lose a gunfight to somebody with, like, you know, they headshot me with a marshal, 
or a sheriff or chamber's headhunter. I'm just sitting there and like, yeah, maybe you'll be a bit salty about it. But like, fuck, that was a nice shot. Oh, they were better you know? than me. Yeah, Sometimes I think, like, oh, they're a fucking smurf and that sucks. But yeah, it's at least nice shot. Yeah, I know. Like one of the games that Hunter and I were playing earlier, like the chamber on their team was, I think, bottom fragging, not having a great game. And there were a couple times where he just wide swung an angle while I was holding with an op and just insta domes me with a headhunter. I'm just like, fucking Christ. Like, it's like, n- nice shot, you know? Like, I'm, I'm a bit salty in the moment, but like, it was, it was a damn good shot. Whereas if you do that with an Odin, like, that's, that's not a nice shot. That's just annoying. I, I feel like what your, your perspective should change a little bit here, though, Cass, because. The Odin, given that there is a good bit of fluctuation in its shots, even when you're crouching and uh, ADSing, like, it's, if you're using an Odin, you should be aiming for the body and not the head. So -hmm. if someone decides to risk it to shoot for your head instead of your body, that means that that most likely, unless I just got a very lucky shot, they were aiming for your head. And therefore, you know, you you can be like, nice shot, if someone shoots you in the head with an Odin. I don't know. All things no, considered, I don't think do that. Have, yeah. Do I have a problem with Odin's in the game? No, not really. Um, oh, actually, I, I do have a slight problem with Odin's in the game. And that's when somebody on the enemy team brings out an Odin. And then our team decides to also bring out Odin's. And you most you see this most often in overtime. because you can Yeah, that, that is funny when um, that happens. And it's obnoxious as hell. Because just because they had good success with an Odin doesn't mean that you will. Yeah, The gun isn't, like, magically busted. I don't think the gun's very good to begin with. And I'm annoyed when my teammates pick it up, being like, ah, Odin go burr. Like, oh, somebody on their team got a 4K with an Odin, I'm gonna do the same. It's like, right. No, because no, then they gun. immediately die. Yeah. For some reason, it's magically good in the other team's hands, and magically dog shit in your teammates' hands. Unless the teammate is me. I'm sure you guys have seen me pop off with Odin. No, yeah, you... You with the Odin is yeah. different. We're talking about randos in the game. Right, right, right. Personally, because I never buy an Odin. Like, it's not me, ever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, I'm other... Uh, Odin. Yeah, I'm, like, it's always just a random on your team that picks up an Odin because it's like, oh, they, they just got three of us last round with Odins. Like, fuck them. I'm going to pick up an Odin. And then they get tapped, and whoever was going off with the Odin on the other team now has an Odin. <laughs> yep, yep. That's the Moral classic the story, experience right there. Don't buy Odins in OT unless you know what you're doing with it. Yeah, just because you have the money doesn't mean you should definitely buy it. Yeah, cast with the op. There's a slight difference here, and that's I use an op throughout the entirety of the game. Yeah, no, I was going to say, you know, like, Cass, you can't afford an Odin because you only have 300 credits left. <laughs> See, that's like, that's what Valorant needs. They need to buff the Odin so it only costs three hundred credits. <laughs> that's that's really the big change that Valorant needs to make. Clearly. Oh, but like, yeah, Good just like in OT, like buying the op is, I, I obviously it's high risk, high reward, right? Like you have to glass cannon it, unless you somehow convince one of your teammates to buy it for you. But that, that would be such a, a sugar daddy teammate to do that for you. Okay, but also like that'd just be a bad idea. Like you're you're gimping right. the hell out of them. Um, 
And couldn't you buy them? Let me think. Well, you could buy them. You, a rifle. you could have right, right. You could you could have them go rifle no shields, and then you could go op heavy shields. Yeah, but then they're also lacking in their utility because they've got three hundred credits to spend a utility, and I can't buy them utility. Um, right. and if you don't have shields, you want the one shot weapon. Yeah. Like, like forgoing shields is much better with the op than it is with a rifle. Yeah. So, no, but it, it's just like, it, it ends up being annoying when, like, in OT, the enemy team pushes the other site, or just somewhere I'm not holding with the op, and it's like, oh, fuck, now I gotta retake with an op and no shields. Um, and then maybe I'll be able to pick a rifle up off one of my teammates who died, but then, like, still, I've got no shields, and I don't have any fucking utility because I bought the op. Um, whereas Lend during the chamber. actual game, well, yeah. So you don't have I don't utility. Any, I don't have any headhunter bullets. Oh no, but you have a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In this scenario. <laughs> oh, I, I I forgot to buy my flashes and smokes. <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting here. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, um, no, I was saying, like, it, during the rest of the game, like, if I'm in that scenario where it's like, ah, oh, that's like a shitty retake scenario, I've got no shields and an op, it's like, well, I'll just save the op. But obviously that's not something you can do in OT, so you're just forced to go in, and it's it's like, I don't know, like, I very often have this debate in my head of, do I go rifle full, or do I buy the op in OT? Well, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that you typically buy the op on defense and the rifle on offense for OT. I think that's what you typically generally, go with, yeah. That's what I generally end up doing, but they're, like, they're definitely defensive rounds in which it's just like, well... The way this has been going, obviously, like, context matters there. Of like, yeah. And I think the way that they're playing, I'm going to have more success with the rifle or with the op. Yep. Um, Alright, well, the next thing is... Valorant did release their um, the tournament mode. Oh, it's what? out? What? They, 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 well, no, no, they didn't no, release no, no. it. They, they gave details about it. Yes, oh, okay. Sorry. sorry, bad phrasing. They've given details about it. Oh, okay. I believe it is currently being tested in Brazil at the moment. Yeah, or was going Maybe to be tested in Brazil. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, at any rate, we got a bunch of information on this. Um, Hunter and I briefly spoke about this at some point the other night. But I was somewhat disappointed by what I heard about it, but please explain so that I have full details that you have. Okay, I'm very confused. I feel like we've got the same amount of information here. Or, or are you saying that? I mean, I heard another podcast talk about it, but they didn't like go through any notes. So I don't know how much of the actual like notes that were released or like the info that was released I heard in the podcast, but... Well, to be perfectly honest, I don't know the exact stuff that was that they've the riot has officially come out with. Hey, Hunter Explainer Man, <laughs> <laughs> you got any info for me? That's my cue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what I've what I've understood about tournament mode, which is really from like one tweet by Mike from Valor Leaks, who's the the uh, top dog when it comes to Valorant leaking, is that tournament mode will consist of. Valorant generated tournaments where any five people can make a team 
and I said five people. I, I don't know if you can have more than that, if you can have alternates. But anyway, you can anyone can make a team, and then Valorant will schedule you for games over the course of a couple weeks. And within your team, there will be ranked restrictions where you can only be a team with people an unannounced amount of spots under or over you. And to enforce that, there will be for the first time in Valorant uh, phone verification. So you'll have to link your account to a phone number if you want to compete in this tournament thing um, to prove that you're not a Smurf or attempt to prove that you're not a Smurf. Let me see. Am I forgetting anything? Those, those are the main things I know. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the one other thing is old information is that basically the idea with this was to provide a way to really test your skills in a team environment and theoretically provide a way to form teams and you know show that you're a good team member if you're an immortal or a radiant who's looking to go from being a good player to being a pro so it's supposed to be a stepping stone into actually you know becoming a pro okay so there is a rank restriction there there is yes for within one team yeah okay within one team are you then competing against teams of similar rank boundaries also unannounced also unannounced i would assume yes given that um However, it seems to make most sense if it was other teams within those boundaries. Yeah, that's or at that, least similar and, boundaries. And then only yeah. the highest, obviously, like the highest league out of there, which doesn't have any boundaries, kind of deal, is the one is like the the tournament mode that would actually be the stepping stone into competitive professional Valorant. Yes, 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 yeah. It's, um, it's not. It's not like you'd be on a team of golds and pop off really hard and win against Radiance and become a pro. Like that would be cool, but that just yeah, it doesn't seem like that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, so that that's better than than what I had heard. Like I hadn't heard the uh, the rank restrictions thing. Um, all I'd heard on the podcast previously was you know they had this whole system and it was going to lead into like a year end tournament and they schedule you games, but blah 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 blah. And then you know it's a stepping stone, great. But I was like, but fuck, that does nothing for me. Like if I right, hop right. into this tournament mode and I'm playing against people who are trying to make it into competitive like professional Valorant, like that's fucked it's just not gonna be fun right right i'm yeah. gonna get 13 would every time <laughs> so um, yeah okay so, so that's why it sounds better already just so i was like yeah this like wasn't yeah. a feature for me at all but i think that it could be cool um yeah i think the problem with, with valorant and making a tournament system is that games are so long and so i don't love the idea of having scheduled games by Valorant over a certain time period because who's to say I'm going to be available in those times? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know the how they're planning on handling that because that does right. sound like it could potentially be an issue. I, I think that's the biggest thing. And then, like, you know, if it's something like... It could be something like you do any other fucking beer league for, like, any other sport, right? It's like, Tuesday nights, we've got our... We've got our Valorant game, you know? Um, right, and for the next, you know, the next month or whatever... Yeah. You play four games. You play two games a night every Tuesday night in this tournament mode. Right. Yeah. It's like that. That's the only way I can realistically see it happening. But like, yeah, I do agree that like that is kind of rough in it being like pre-scheduled weekly matches. That's like, well, yeah. There's no guarantee I'm going to be able to make that. And then, what if our team's five players? Right. It's not like you can just. Who the fuck knows how subs work? Yeah. Like, oh, someone can't make it this week. Are we just going to forfeit our games? Do we have to play a man down? I mean. Yeah. And that's, I there's a lot of stuff we don't know. 
For There's sure. a lot of stuff we don't Everyone know, and that, that could be a real problem there of, like, yeah, you know, four of your team is ready, and the fifth, like, you know, has an emergency situation or some situation where they can't make it that night. You're like, okay, well, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was expecting it to be a little bit more, like, and it, it's not as possible this way, but a little bit more how, like, Smash Ultimate does tournaments, which is they have a tournament mode in their game where you just hop into a tournament and it happens right then and there, all the way through the bracket. Um, mm. Now, obviously, a game of Smash is a lot faster than a game of Valorant, so you can go through that tournament very quickly. Um, but I was thinking, you know, if you made it like an 18 tournament, then then you're like, okay, well, if I'm going to be going to the end here, um, this is how long it's going to take. And it's just like a smaller bracket with a s- smaller amount of teams that runs. Um, and I feel like that like would be fun as well. Cause then at least you get like the competitive aspect of like, Oh, you're in a bracketed system. There's an extra layer of like competitiveness there. Um, but it no, all happens like, Oh, I have the next four hours available. So let's enter a tournament. Why not? Mm-hmm. The, um, this is something Destiny did back in the day uh, for, like, a more competitive kind of PvP. Was um, They had, like, Trials of Osiris, uh, which was... Uh, it was 3v3, but basically the point was, like, you had to win 10 matches before losing three. Um, and you would always play against another team that had the exact same, like... Win-loss record. record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the exact same record as you did. Um, Which I think it's like, they're like, hey, for like, you know, Saturday and Sunday, we're holding this tournament, right? And it's like, you play against teams that have the same record you do, and you're going for the best record, right? Like, across these two days or whatever. Um, And so it's like, you can queue in as a five-stack, and it's like, hey, we're like, you know... Where we're four and one, we're gonna play against another team who's also four and one, or whatever. And maybe you'd have to like open that band up a little bit just because there might be fewer people playing in these five stacks, like joining. Especially the if but, it's like, server restricted, right? And so you could have it be um, just like you play somebody that has the same number of losses you do. Could be another way to do it. Yeah. Instead of, like, their their wins. Uh, or, like, instead of having the exact same record, it's like, hey, like, we've got one loss. We're playing against other teams that also have one loss. Um, which I feel like that would free up the availability in terms of, like, oh, I need to be available from this time to this time on this day. Yeah, but just, like, what would queue times be for that? Queue times might be insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like we never had a problem with queue times for Trials of Osiris when I played Destiny, but I can't say that. Yeah, like I do agree with you. The queue times could be rough. Right. Sometimes five stack queue times are already rough. I haven't seen a queue time go over like like I don't know the last time I saw a queue time go into like dip into double digits. Yeah, it's been a while. They have fixed it. Um. Yeah, it's a lot uh, better than it up, used to be. Opposed to like when they first instituted the five stacks only play against five stacks rule. Mm-hmm. Um that it was really bad for, for a couple of weeks there. 
but yeah, it has been been definitely better recently. But I still think that now we're not even in competitive mode. We're a, a fully separate game mode that not everyone's going to be interested in as much as, you know, com- like standard ranked ladder. Yeah. So it's just going to increase queue times. I, I don't know what the best way is to do it. It seems like, you know, scheduled games, if people can commit to it, is a, a system that might work. Off the top of my head, I can't think of a better system or one that also doesn't have its own flaws like the one that you were just saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I think it'd, it'd just be the same as you going to play your weekly pickup basketball game or whatever. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm on this given night, this is what I'm doing from this time to this time. Um, which I think would work fine. But the... Yeah, obviously they're going to need to have something in terms of, like, subs which they haven't talked about at all, but, like, who knows how the fuck that's going to work, but, like, I'd assume they have to add in some kind of mechanic that'll enable you to do that. Yeah, I'd say Uh, something like if you maintain a core of three people, then you can substitute up to two per game if they're within the rank boundaries. mm -hmm. You know, that that, something like that would make a lot of sense to me. Um, Yeah, and then, like, the next thing is I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it's just going to be loaded with smurfs this is what Cass and i were disagreeing about yeah. the other night when we were talking about it i'm pretty sure yeah, we we've, not we've talked i was not but we've we've talked about it on the podcast at length before when we were discussing the tournament mode um back when it first was announced and i believe at some point in between as well we talked about phone verification and how that had to be an essential step at minimum for running a tournament mode in valorant um and i think that one, yes, there are often Smurfs in our competitive games, but it's not as prevalent. It's not like a, a game-breaking issue, always. In some games it is, but it's... I get into plenty of games where I don't think there's a Smurf on it, on the teams. Mm-hmm. That percentage does go significantly up when you're talking about five stacks, in which case we are talking about five stacks here. Um, yeah. But the phone verification itself limits that even more because anyone can make a million emails and you don't even need to make another email to to make a new riot account you can just make an account um but it you can't make a million different phone numbers and i'm assuming voip numbers will not work because that's usually how phone verification works for these things well actually chase you you bringing that up uh calls into the mind of i think a lot of our listeners or maybe not maybe they're not as online as i am but there's actually been a controversy surrounding this exact thing about phone number verification from the recently released overwatch 2 because when overwatch 2 released they announced that to play overwatch 2 competitive you need to have a verified phone number now the problem with that was is that they decided to in order to limit people uh with VoIP numbers or just, you know, going to their local pharmacy, buying a prepaid phone for like 20 bucks and then using that number to set it up initially. What Overwatch opted to do is to say, you have to have a phone at one of the main like three or four carriers. So that basically oh. with, with their system, you have to have a phone on AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. Maybe they included like Sprint or something. So there were a lot of people who were like on like Cricket or like Boost Mobile, like these services that uh, use those other networks 
like cell towers, but for a reduced cost, who just couldn't play Overwatch 2 competitive. So it was a huge shit show right when Overwatch 2 came out. And then the way Overwatch 2 sort of like the band-aid they put, that they put on it, and I don't know if they've done anything since then, is they said basically if you have an active Blizzard account, so like you played Overwatch 1, then like you're good to go. You don't you don't need to add a phone number. So like if you I guess if you had set up some Smurfs for Overwatch One, then you could use them in Overwatch Two. But like you couldn't set up any new ones. Um, so so that's the last I heard of that, and so that was a, a bit of a mess. So could Valorant do a better job of finding a way to like not allow VoIP phones, but also not ban everyone who isn't on one of the main networks? That's going to be an interesting thing to see. Well, one okay, I just wanted to say that also Sprint and T-Mobile are the same company now um oh you can't buy anything from sprint like it's only no called T-Mobile it's now. t-mobile now okay they, they merged i didn't realize that i didn't realize that they eliminated sprint when they I'm, I'm pretty sure um okay. i'm pretty sure it's just t-mobile at&t and verizon at this point um but basically the only thing that limiting the carriers deal eliminates is like the going and buying a prepaid sim Right. Which is something I wasn't thinking about, which could definitely happen, but that's such a step. It is a big step. That's I a agree. big step to try to make a Smurf account. Yeah. Of going yeah, out to, to like money a, on to, that phone. Yeah. I mean, right. people buy but, accounts like to, to Smurf on. But most people don't. Most people just get a Smurf account, I think. Yeah, most people don't. But also like going out to a store and physically buying a SIM card to phone verify your account just yeah. seems nuts like it'll it'll happen it'll like yeah. someone will do it and i think it could become prevalent it's, it's pretty easy to buy like a a simple phone you know but like it's easy to block voip numbers and make sure that it's an actual cell network that things are being like transferred on so like they can just block voips and it'll be fine i think It'll right, like significantly that... eliminate like a lot of smurfing, and there's you're never gonna fully eliminate it. But see, I just think that there are a bunch of people who are like, you know, who are gonna want to play with their buddies and are just a higher rank, and so they're just not going to bother setting up their their main to to play in this premier mode, and they're just going to instead use their um their phone to set up their smurf yeah just use their phone to set up their smurf so they can play with their their four buddies i feel like that's significantly more likely and like okay it doesn't make a lot of sense if on your main you actually want to try and go pro um because obviously you're going to want to have your main linked to do this um but for people who are like, you know, mostly just in like the the diamond, maybe ascendant range that have like a gold or a silver smurf. Well, even like immortal, like low immortal where you don't have like you're like, well, I'm never going pro. There's hundreds of thousands of people still above me, you know. Right. Um, maybe not hundreds of thousands, I, I but, you know, tens of thousands. Yeah, I think it's yeah. those people that are going to probably just link their phone number to their smurf account to play with their friends um now the the thing is i think that could maybe work for one tournament and if you pop off enough that it's like okay obviously you're not this rank or obviously you had a really really good tournament 
then the actual game client can say, no, you can no longer at, like join tournaments with people at this rank. Yeah. Like it can, it can restrict you for the next one to say, oh, you must be like grouped with a higher ranked set of players. I, I was thinking the same thing. I fully agree that that's what it should do. Being separate from your like competitive act rank. Mm-hmm. But I also I also want to say that I disagree, and this is we had this com- we had this debate off podcast. But I disagree with what Cass is saying, which is that someone who you know we're assuming the phone verification works well, so that the majority of people are only going to have one account that they play on phone verified. So making that assumption that if I am choosing, if I think the average player who's diamond and is choosing between forming a team with their silver friends or uh, you know forming a team with other diamonds i think first of all there's a decent chance they have someone else they can form a team with who's in what would that be plat or or diamond i don't think it's true that like most diamonds don't have anyone who was a buddy of theirs who's in their rank uh and then secondly i think there are a lot of people who want who would want to be who wouldn't want to cut themselves off from the ability to be competitive at their own rank i think there's going to be a lot of people i think a lot of people take valorant very seriously and the idea of saying, like, I can never test my skill in this new ultimate competitive mode, competitive plus, on my own rank, I don't think people are going to be willing to make that sacrifice. There's Unless... a huge difference. Yeah, there's a huge difference between someone who's willing to, like, make a smurf and someone who's going to say, I'm going to gimp my own competitive experience. Possibly, but also you could be the only one in your friend group at a higher rank and thinking, okay, well, there's no chance that, like... I'm going to find a five stack that I want to like readily play with at my rank. So I might as well do it on my silver ranked account or my gold ranked account kind of deal. Right. So that I can actually play with the people I play with. Like we have friends that are in diamond and higher. Right. And yeah, you know, I'm not saying that some of them don't have like other five stacks they can queue with, but some of them play with us almost like exclusively or like a lot. So would they want to like link their main account to it or or their Smurf? I think it's very viable that they might just link a Smurf to it. And, you know, if we all happen to, to go up in rank and, and get to, to a place where they can, we could have played with their main. Well, they can get their Smurf up to that rank as well. So. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I just feel like it's not going to happen as often as Cass is saying. And then there's another factor as well, which is that, Straight up, I refuse. I'm saying this right now, like definitively. I refuse to be in a five stack for this new mode where there's someone who is a Smurf. Like straight up, I'm not going to do it because, like, for me, I feel like I would love for that to be, to you know, to maintain competitive integrity as much as possible. Yeah, and be the most people aren't doing it. Right. I, I'm not going to accept yeah. if one of our buddies says, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what you said, Jace. I'm gonna have phone verify my Smurf to play with you guys. I'm not going to play with them." And then you know, we have enough friends that probably I just get replaced by someone else. But like, that's okay. Like, I want it to be a legit... I want those wins to feel good, to be legit wins. I mean, I think that's fair, and I think that I can say the same thing. Um, that, you know, if if a friend said that, I'd be like, no, let's just play comp. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, which, you know, you know, it's against the whole, like, fuck Smurfs thing in general. But, you know, we're we're, we're past the, the uh, suspension yeah. of disbelief that we don't play with Smurfs. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're past that point on this podcast. Um, well, like... For sure. So, okay, assuming that the three of us 
would be on a team then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I Tony, guess and all... Oliver. Tony and Oliver. Yeah, are, okay. Are, are, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, all right. I, I guess that's what it is, right? Uh-oh. I already thought about it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then can Tony play with us? Because Tony can't play with Chase on his main. Well, Chase, Chase just fell down well, to gold three, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, so I'm can. back in gold three. <laughs> oh, okay. Oliver's still in class. Yeah. Tony can't play with Oliver. I'm, I'm still well, like, I'm like five RR. Well, of... part of part of this as well, like, I, I'm not trying to, like, I wonder if this will, this will play a role as well. If there's one person in a friend group who isn't quite enough to do it, <laughs> we could all smurf and boost Tony into gold because he's like silver three right now. And then end up playing with him in a tournament. Right, and then yeah. We play with, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, so like, that, like, well, it, yeah. like, I think it makes more sense to just have cutoffs, right? In terms of like, it's not, oh, you guys have to be between silver three and plat one. It could be like two it. up, two down kind of deal from the. No, no, minimum. no. I think it should just be anyone who's below gold can play in this. Anyone who's below plat two can play in this. Anyone who's below, so like in theory. Me being a gold three, I would be able to play on a team with a bunch of radiance if they wanted me on their team. Mm, okay, I see that I'm working. Saying. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, I think that's fair because it's a competitive disadvantage for them to put you on their team anyway. Yeah. So why would they do it? But if you have a buddy that's like below the cutoff, then they can still play with you if they want to. You're just probably gonna lose. Yeah, but I f- I feel like the issue with that is that it just makes it. Huh, let me let me think about this. Let me think about this. You you guys can keep talking. I'm I'm gonna. Mold- There's some problems with this that I'm like trying to conceptualize, but they're not quite coming to my the tip of my tongue. Correctly. Right, like if if the cutoff is you know plat two and under, then right. Like we every, we can all play we can all play together, and you know of course a stack of plat twos is going to have the best shot there so us adding a silver onto our team is a disadvantage for us but if we feel confident that in our five stack you know coordination that that silver two can perform then that's fair oh i see what you're saying so you're saying that you can't have people over a certain point but you can have people under yes yeah we're saying anybody below plat two can compete in this tournament and, like, obviously, they're going to have different thresholds. So it's, like, anybody below Silver 3 competes in this tournament. Um, anybody below Gold 3 will compete in this tournament. Um, and then, like, it's saying that you can't have anyone whose rank is higher. But there's no reason that, say, I had four Immortal Buddies or four Radiant Buddies that wanted me on their team for whatever stupid reason that I shouldn't be able to play with them. Yeah, I feel like the issue with that, there, the the biggest issue with that though is that now a team of five bronzes has no chance. Well, like, no, no realistic. But chance. they they would play in the tournament system that is below bronze. You know, that is bronze three and down. Oh, oh, I did. I but then you were there'd just be one cutoff. No, no, like, there like would be a there would be a bunch of cutoffs, a bunch of cutoffs that are different, like. You know, maybe at each at each rank. So if you're, oh, you know, bronze or below, okay, okay. silver or below, gold or below, platter below, and then if you have like say a four stack of of golds and you have one buddy that's diamond, and you can still play in a tournament altogether, but it has to be at the diamond and below. Okay, level. Now, now so that you're that just I gonna get wrecked. The idea, I really like it. I really like that idea. You're I gonna get wrecked, cool. but like that's 
that's what it is. Yeah. If you want to play with your diamond buddy, you're playing against other people that can be up to diamond. And so at that point, you're you're obviously banking hard on the fact that hey, we've got really good team coordination. We've got like good strats. Like, sure, this player might not be the most mechanically gifted, but he can use his utility fine for what we need. Yeah, and it's and, Sovo who can use his recon and his drone really well, and then play post plant like. Yeah, sure. Yeah. They right, would be the like, best aimer. Right. Or like, hey, we just need you to play like we just need you to play smokes. And like these are where we want our smokes when we're running these strats. And they can remember right? that and they can place those down. At that point, maybe they would be good enough to up their rank anyway, but in like I see no reason why like I wouldn't be able to play on a team with Tony in this instance. Because I would be like I'd be plat right. and he would be silver. Like, there's no reason he shouldn't be able to be in our tournament because we are, quote unquote, disadvantaging our team by including Tony at a lower rank. Yeah, I, I think that's a fantastic idea. Now, now that I, yeah, I see how it works, I think that that would greatly decrease the incentive to Smurf. Yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully, right? I, I don't know. I just like. Because I, here's the thing, here's the thing. If you're if you're someone who is that person who's like, you know, I am a plat player, I have two friends who are plat and then two friends who are bronze. Now you have to choose between, okay, trying to make the team work with the two bronzes or you make it so that you can never play in tournament mode on your main and never experience the highest level of Valorant play that's available in order to play with your friends, your current friends. Yeah. No, no, yeah, there's you, you limit yourself from the potential of ever having plat friends that you could form a team with that you're excited about. So like that I feel like is a significant, you know, incentive to not smurf. Yeah, because you can always have the option of playing with people lower than you or at the same rank. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that like Okay, first of all, I know that there's been some rumors about them releasing, you know, like, certain cosmetics and stuff. If, like, you do well in the tournaments, I think that's a horrible idea. Um, Other than doing what? Sorry, I I missed that. Releasing, like, certain skins and stuff you can get for, like, performing well in the tournaments. Oh, oh. yeah, that does seem like that would... Yeah, that seems like a horrible idea, and I really hope they don't do that. It should just be, like, a, you know, a pride thing. Just like, like, current competitive mode is a pride thing? Yeah, yeah, but or, or, like, or like, or, or like, you know, something. I, if they rewarded something minor, like a spray, like something that you're not going to be like, oh shoot, I really need to smurf to get this. Versus like a gun skin. Yeah, a gun skin might be high because everyone's going to want that gun skin, and you're going to have yeah. people smurfing a lot in order to get their buddies to gun skin or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, we're speaking of thing. buddies. Even a gun buddy, I think, would be too high because you see how people go absolutely insane for riot gun buddies, which I think is the stupidest shit ever. But like. <laughs> yeah, I think it has to be something very minor. Hey, I like gun buddies, and that you know, if anyone from Riot's listening to this, you know, I would really appreciate a Riot gun buddy. <laughs> I think I'm yeah. deserving, but you know, that's up for you to decide. And I'll wait till I'm in a game with you so that you can uh, you can award that to me. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone is listening from Riot, I don't really want a Riot gun buddy. I think they look stupid as hell. So give Jace the gun buddy. And <laughs> <not> be... <laughs> It'd be cool to have. I'd never use it. But like, yeah, it'd be cool to have. Yeah, so we're, we're um, decided. Riot, if you're in game with us, give it to Chase. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now that being said, if you want to give me an iron gun, buddy, that would be hype. Oh my god, please! <laughs> I, 
I'm so pissed off that I didn't have an iron gun buddy. <laughs> my first my first uh episode playing, I we I looked through the stats and I made it to bronze at the very end of the episode. And I didn't know. I didn't know what that meant. I was so happy for myself. I was like, wow, I finally made it out of iron. <laughs> little did I know that down the road I'd be yeah. like, fuck you, past chase. Why weren't you a little bit shittier at the game? Uh, yeah. Be cool to have the iron gun, buddy. Um, uh, that's great. No, just the other day, like, Chase and I played a game with, I think, E. And it was like a four Smurf lobby. Oh, yeah. Well, because... I was smurfing, you were smurfing, there was a smurf on our team, and there was a hundred... No, there were two smurfs on the other team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it was a five smurf lobby. It's my five smurf lobby. Yeah. Uh, so half the players... This lobby was on smurfs. Yeah. Three like, people on our team and at least two on their team. Probably just two on their team, I think. Yeah, I mean, those two dropped, like, 27 and 30, respectively. In yeah. A, in a game with three Smurfs on our team, so they're 100 percent Smurfs. Like, there's no way. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and like, now who's to say how aggressively any given person was Smurfing? Like, I Smurf from Gold Three down to like I think Gold One, so not very aggressively. Um, But, like, still, I feel like, you know, it's just, like, given the number of Smurfs that exist, especially at the lower ELOs games, I feel like this tournament mode is just going to be, like, not great at low ELOs. I feel like it's going to be very Smurf-heavy at low ELOs, and then I think the higher you get, obviously the higher you get, the harder it is for someone to aggressively Smurf down. Um... There's just less people above you to be aggressively smurfing down. Yes. Um, well, it's like when you're in diamond, someone would have to be like a high, high immortal or high radiant smurf for that to be a drastic advantage. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of like pro player smurfs are like diamond or ascendant. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. I assume most pro players would have like an ascendant smurf, but like. Yeah, either way. Like, I, I, I just feel like anything below gold is just going to be fucking Smurf City. I don't know, be because we... Smurfs going up against another five stack of Smurfs. Well, because the difference uh, between I, the game you... we played uh, the other day and and the system that we're talking about is the entire conversation we just had about all of these reasons why you wouldn't want to Smurf on your... Yeah. In the tournament client. Yeah, and the idea of five stacks of Smurfs is ridiculous. Like, why would you want to Smurf if you're not playing with friends who need you to Smurf? Like, I, I don't, I think very few people are people who, like, don't have many friends playing Valorant who are going to register a Smurf instead. And then, like, find some five random five stack to Smurf. Like, what? Like, I, I don't think that's going to happen, like, at all. Any statistically significant amount of times. Well, we'll see. Like, I feel like you're going to have one or two Smurfs on a team of, like, irons through golds depending on the rank restrictions if that how many people but are going out like and buying a sim card to smurf yeah because the thing is if you have three people who are you know diamond plats who could queue together then i think and they're buddies i think they, they would think it would be pretty cool if we can find two other people that we'd like or at least can get along with decently to make a team of five versus you know let's all smurf with our two buddies in gold in silver like, I feel like that 
at that point it doesn't end up being a thing. And then the, the idea of five, like, I don't know. I, well, just, I, I feel like it seems unlikely. You can even add little things to the phone verification if that's what you're worried, worried about. Like you can add things like, oh, before every match you play each week, we send you a new code. And you then have to re-verify your phone number. Yeah. Um, Although I will say I thought of that. And if you do that too much, it eliminates the possibility of people who are kids and don't have phones who are like, you know, freshmen in high school or something, and they don't have a phone yet. And like, they would have to depend on their parents. Yeah. Very rare in this day and age. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I realize I'm revealing my age by saying that. that Yeah. When I was a freshman in high school, a significant percentage of people didn't have phones. Whereas now probably everyone does. No, I don't think (laughs) I probably just outed myself as being old. I don't think I had a, a phone till like grade 10. It's similar with me. Yeah. It might've been 11 for me, but yeah, yeah, it could have been 11. I don't maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I had a brick for like a year, you know, like one, something Mm -hmm. that I could play snake on and that was about it. I could play snake and hit a button three times to type a a letter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I had a flip phone. I think when I was in fifth grade. Hey, I'm old enough to remember when having a, uh, a phone with the slide out, like physical keyboard, you were hot shit. If you had that. Well, aren't you the youngest out of the three of us? Yes. No, I'm the middle. Is he? Am I the youngest? Then? How old are you, Chase? 23? Yeah, I'm 24. Oh. Yeah, I'm the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was pretty sure uh, I was the middle. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, speaking of age, I'm getting so old I can't control my blood. Also, so we're I'm all like, really not that old. <laughs> like, I'm just <laughs> talking about this. I'm like, so old we can remember sliding phones. Like, God, we're young as fuck. <laughs> okay, well, inter- I'm calling for an intermission right now. We'll be right back. We're back from intermission. Theoretically. Uh, who knows how Hunter is actually going to edit this, but, um, yes, I said, we're back from intermission. Do you think I'm not going to edit that as when we're back from intermission? <laughs> I love how upset Hunter gets when we mention, like, we were, I feel like we're breaking the fourth wall of like Hunter edits this. No way. <laughs> okay. Geez, let's be very clear. I get upset when Cass says, don't bash shit about what I am. We're not going to edit out. You don't say anything that makes that this is me off. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that then. Uh, good good yeah good. so are you gonna edit this anyway. out or... <laughs> oh yeah so like is this getting cut or is staying in? <laughs> the best you guys i'll have to say this because you guys never hear this we just laugh about it ourselves but frequently cast will be like during a time like when we're restarting because the recording is broken they'll be like well i don't know if you guys are hearing this or not when it's like super clear that of course you're never going to hear this but cast likes to talk to himself is basically what i'm saying here anyway as <laughs> you were saying um yeah okay so basically what i was gonna say is i like i i'm currently leaning towards this next patch that's coming out it's gonna be like a bigger shake-up patch um mm-hmm. i feel like they didn't want to do too much alongside releasing harbor and now i still have yet to see a harbor in my game first one was uh yesterday night for me mm. Were they good? But like, no, not at all. Okay. Like, I'm very close to having unlocked Harbor, and I feel like I haven't played a ton, so I feel like there's probably a good number of people that have Harbor unlocked, and just nobody's playing them. I don't know. I feel like so, I've I've played Harbor or not Harbor. I've played Valorant like an average amount. Like I've I've played a few games this week. Like not everybody plays every day. Um, 
and I pretty much have been playing like a game or two every day or like missing a day here and there kind of deal. So I feel like that's pretty average. Um, and I still don't have them unlocked either. So I think that it's just going to take some time to actually get people super unlocked, especially since we've determined it's not an agent people are super hyped about and buying or like grinding XP just to unlock him. Yeah. You know, so it's going to take a bit for people to, you know, unlock him normally and then, you know, get into like, oh, like you know, I'll play some unrateds with him, you know, maybe, you know, test him out in the range some more. And then we're going to find the confidence to actually lock him in a comp game. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But at any rate, I feel like they didn't want to release a bunch of agent changes with the same patch that they came out with new agent in. Um, and I think that makes sense. You can kind of get a lay of the land of where your new agent sits um, in terms of like how strong or weak they are. But then like, I think that they're definitely going to want to shake things up before like the, or Brazil. Yeah. Basically before the next like season of professional Valorant kicks off. Um, so I feel like we've definitely got a big patch of agent changes inbound. And I, I mean, was, I hope yeah, so, but oftentimes when we when we think that, it, they come out with, like, a minor change. Yeah. But, like, I, I think in general, most of the agents are in a good place. They're uh, like, ooh, big shake-up, like, huge changes coming, and then, like, there's nothing. And if there is, like, a big agent rework coming, we usually hear about that plenty beforehand. And it takes a while for it to actually come out. So I'm wondering, you know, like, next patch is on Tuesday. Right, like, and I haven't. We've heard a no, little when, bit, but like when's nothing. Next act. Oh, like next act kind yeah. of deal. I mean, I wasn't it, saying it, next patch, but oh, I mean, that's kind of what I assumed you were saying. But, oh no, I was thinking next act is when we're gonna get a bigger shakeup. Yeah, okay, that may, that makes a little bit more sense, but yeah, I, I could I could see some some agent changes coming in, but still, I haven't heard. I feel like enough to warrant any major changes. And, like, nor do I think that, like, there really needs to be a bunch. I just, like, I kind of feel like they'd want to shake things up before the next season of competitive Valorant Pro Play. Yeah, and also give people enough time to to learn the new changes. Yeah. Yeah. Before the next season of Valorant Pro Play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Outside of, like, what I've already stated being, you know, Cypher probably needs, or, well, Cypher has been stated that he's getting a uh a retune chamber probably needs a bit of a retune i was wondering if you guys think that there's anybody else that you feel like is is in a bit a bit off in their strength right now he's just on the docket for some changes Mm -hmm. Mm. i mean i feel like aster could get a tune up um god we had an aster in our game the other day right or did that game get dodged no no there was an aster in our game the other day yeah, I re- yeah, I was looking back at the clip. Cass had a nice clutch with a one v two where okay. he killed the Astra and Chamber on the other team. Yeah, but like the like that's just too rare that there's an Astra in the game. And I know we've talked about that before. That like obviously it's hard because she's a much more pro oriented player than a ranked oriented player um, mm-hmm. or character. But I don't know. It'd be nice to see some more Astra. Like give her a little fun thing would be nice too. Kind of like what yeah. they did with Brim, you know? Like it's it's kind of a a minor buff. You know, giving the speed boost to the uh, the Stim Beacon, or it's not like a major rework kind of buff, 
but it made him so much more fun to play, and now he's way more prevalent and ranked. Um, I personally think it made yeah. him less fun to play, but hey. Yeah, we've been over that, but like it, it's fun. You know, Brim goes zoom. <laughs> <laughs> and can make your entire team go zoom. Yeah. Yeah, it just should, like... Like, the zoomy isn't the problem. The increased fire rate's the problem. Come on, we just determined you don't, like, reset your aim anyway, so... Yeah, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Um, There's plenty of Reina mains who really like it. Further, I, I, I feel like I definitely know Reinas that buy the other gun being Phantom or Vandal when they're planning on ulting because they don't like it. I feel like I know a decent amount of Raiders will play the entire game with a Vandal, and then for the round that they plan on alting, they buy a Phantom. So they're not like, yeah, just like set and like, oh, this is what my recoil is like. I but, don't know. Mm, I don't know. I can see Fade getting a um, knock down a peg. Yeah, because yeah, they, they, they haven't made any changes. That one as well, actually. They haven't made they any changes to Fade. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I could definitely see that happening. Um, or yeah, they're saying first... KO being very good. No, no, no. They're saying that, like, look, KO's actually kind of dog in ranked play, according to them. Oh, yeah, it was the opposite. Yeah, but, like, he's obviously just really fucking good in pro play. Yeah, no, they're not changing um, KO. And I feel like they already did enough with the right-click flash to draw away. Like, I think that, like, at least in pro play, KO is eating up a lot of what would be like the duelist pick rate. Because his right click flash was strong enough to be used uh, mm-hmm. in that capacity. And now that they've turned tuned that down, I feel like you are probably going to want to have a tried and true entry instead of your yeah. KO. Well, they hybrid. haven't tuned it down by very much because they decreased the amount of time that you can get full flash, but it's still like a second. And a second is more than enough time to swing on someone who's been right-click flashed. Yeah, but it, it, like, it lowers that window in which your team can, you know, get out. Yeah, there were right? just major flash changes, so I don't think that they're yeah. going to really adjust. If they need to make minor adjustments to what they just put in, then I could see that being, you know, a small thing. But it, I wouldn't count that almost in, like, major agent changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they like, need to adjust the KO thing at all. Like maybe mm-hmm. down more. Uh, who knows? I, I think KO is fine. Like and, and like uh, much along the lines of like what they were talking about in that state of the agents or whatever. Yeah, I feel like KO is not great in rank. I, I I feel like his flashes are the most convoluted to use in terms of flashing for your team. Yeah, and. If you're just going to be flashing for yourself with the right-click flashes, why not just play Phoenix? Yeah, we saw that particularly in a game that we played yesterday where the KO on our team would often... Like, I don't think he flashed for the team once the entire game. And I didn't really notice that. Um, But, like, he would flash for himself sometimes. But it was like he wasn't really utilizing that as part of his kit. And that's really the main part that you pick the KO for. Um, and, And some recon suppressed shit. But, like, the flashes is like, oh, we need flashes, pick KO. Um, I, I agree with you that it's 
the most convoluted to utilize those flashes in a way that supports your team entering site as opposed to sky yeah, or beach. I know. right it's like but even then like if i'm like if i'm staring down a team comp being like oh we need flashes like i don't have a problem with someone picking phoenix or Raina. for those flashes yeah or like yeah obviously rain is not most ideal like i personally think her flashes are better than either you two do based on our past podcasting stuff but just like I have no problem with someone picking like a Yoru or a Phoenix because it's like, hey, like those those could be our team's flashes, and I feel like they're way less convoluted in terms of like I'm trying to flash these angles for this purpose, and I feel like they're just way easier to navigate in that capacity. But um, yeah, no, I I feel like Ko's totally fine. Like I don't have a problem with him being too strong or too weak. Uh, I can't imagine what they would really do to fade like maybe take away a prowler maybe try to harm her econ but i feel like that doesn't really do much i also don't really have a problem with fade strength at the moment no i i don't think anything's changed though from when we were saying like how good her abilities were when they first came out right i feel like they've lost a little prevalence because people have stopped playing fade as much in ranked play, um, but those abilities, when I see them, are still just as good as when yeah, we perhaps first... like Yeah, perhaps the Prowler just needs to take less damage before it breaks. Yeah, Prowler's also, like, fucked. I feel like really use, good. I feel like they could use a um, uh, a hitbox chain. Like, the number of times my chamber op seems like it hit the prowler and doesn't do shit is ridiculous. Like, I, I feel like the hitbox just doesn't quite line up with the visuals. Um, I, don't know. I don't have that problem, but I also don't op, so maybe right, it's, it's like, like an off-specific problem. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, when you're using a rifle, right? I just spray it's it like, down. Yeah, you just spray it down, whereas I get one shot. Yeah. And then it's on top of me and I'm fucking blind. Um, so, I don't know, I, I, I feel like there, there's definitely been times when it's like, I swear I hit that, and then I, I don't feel like the game says I didn't. Um, but yes, yeah, so I can see, like, I would like them to update the, the hitbox, or like, just make the hitbox align more with the visuals, but I've also said the same thing about raise nades for, for fucking ever. And I don't find too many people that agree with me on that. So that might just be a me thing. Yeah, you never know where the hitbox is on a raise nade. Yeah, it's like there are a bunch of times and like, I don't know, like just have a fucking ring around the mini shells that show the AoE that it has, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> it's like there are a bunch of times when like I think like, oh, I'm way clear of this. And then I fucking die. It's like. I don't know, just make it more visible where I can and where I can't be when this nade is going off. I think yeah, that's fair. We, I would say nerf it a little bit as well. Make the ranges smaller. Paint shells? Yeah. I honestly I think like paint shells is fine. Is if I, Well, I think that one, adding those visual things is a nerf. Um, yes. Obviously, because it's more info to the other team 
or to the enemy who is about to be exploded by your raise nade. If they think that they're out of it and they're really not, that's great for the raise. Um, so I think that adding that extra information would probably be enough of a nerf. I don't think that, like, you know, sometimes you just get caught out and that's what happens. It's a good piece of utility. I mean, I do think it's a little fucking stupid that Riot is like, oh yeah, we want to take you know, damaging, we want to tune down damaging uh, abilities that are not guns. Um, you know, so like, it, this is a gun-based game, so like, we're going to nerf the shock darts and, you know, etc. They've taken that same thing, but then fucking raise nade exists in the game, where it's just like, yeah. toss and, and kill. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like... Amen, brother. I think I think that's hypocritical, but it like I don't fi have a problem with Raise Nade itself. I just think they should buff the shock dart again. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I don't have a problem with Raise Nade. I'd like the visuals to be updated, but like I also probably in my head undervalue that PC utility. Like I feel like out of all the stuff that duelists get for getting kills. It's better than a Phoenix Molly, but I don't think the raise nades all that great. Like, it's pretty good. It it, it reliably gets kills. That's you an insane do take. Undervalue that. That is a yeah. bizarre take. Raise nade. Is, raise nade is the best duelist signature ability. Straight no, up. No. No. Yes. Jet dash way better. After nerf, no. Raise nade is way better. Raise nade's better. I'd say one of the, one of the best things about raise nade is that it's. It's the best duelist signature ability at directly killing people, which then adds to he its charges, charge of resetting. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Okay, right. understandable. But like, I don't know. It's fucking. Yeah, boring. you get two kills with the raise nade, and you have another raise nade. Yeah, and it's one of those <laughs> abilities that's really good on its own for clearing space, as well as disgustingly good with utility combos with multiple different agents. Particularly like, agents that can slow, suck, and concuss, which is a lot of agents. It's just like, oh, whoop de doo I got two kills, now I get another fucking nade, like... Another, wow, yes! Another, oh my uh, god, what? <laughs> Are, another oh, instant delete of anyone who's hiding, like, in a corner. Either delete, or they peek you immediately. I'm I'm sorry, but... Oh, oh my god, yeah. I just got two kills with a raise nade? Oh no... <laughs> No, don't give me another raise nade. What the fuck? No, I'm not saying you get two kills with yeah. nade. I'm saying it's like, oh, I used my nade, and now I got two kills, and oh, okay, I guess I have another nade now. Like, Yeah, Cass, you are severely undervaluing the raise nade. My god. Okay, but getting two kills with the raise nade is not an uncommon situation. I feel like it is. How often do you see kills with raise nades? Often. I, I often I get killed by raise time, nade. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of the last time I've played with or against a raise, and the raise hasn't gotten at least one raise nade kill throughout the game. Because it does a lot of damage if you get caught in the one middle of it, and it's great at finishing game. off people. Yeah, but I mean, as opposed to that, um, back to Sova. How many so games with a Sova do you play where there's no shock dart kills? A lot. Yes, a lot. A lot, a lot. Well, or yeah, they, they how many? How many breach games with a breach do you play with there, where there's no aftershock kills? A ton. A fuck yeah, but ton. I think they, they undertuned the Sova shock darts. 
like yeah they they over uh, they over under tuned them yeah yeah true true oh it's just like but like i'd rather get another jet dash i would i mean fucking price brain again she gets access to her kit i feel like that's not same but like i'd rather get a fucking b is your yeah. Well, is it just me or is Cass's mic really? No, no. Cass's mic just shat itself entirely. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he, more he's. Let's see if it fixes itself. Is it back? No, no, no. no it ab- no. absolutely is not. That. Yeah. That oh, thing. Oh yeah, one hundred percent better. There we go. <laughs> 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 You're back. You can't charge your headset. Yeah, that was I'm awful. sorry. That was so yeah. bad. Oh, okay. Well, I have no idea what happened there, but um. Okay, on that terrible note of Cass's thing, I think we should be wrapping up here, though. Uh, we'll we'll put a okay, we'll put a poll in the uh, the Discord to see what people think about the raise Nate, If Cass is undervaluing it or not, I'm yeah, pretty confident we could, things are going to go well for me and uh, Chase on this. One. Is the raise Nade one very good? Two meh, three bad. No, no, no. no. Your mic again, Cass. What is going on? It is so bad. I can't even hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Number four is what? Your mic is censoring I guess, you. I guess the mic's just fucked. Oh, no. Oh, there's so they, there we go. There we oh. go. It's back. Okay. I was just going to say, I think the raise date's just fucking boring. Oh, or boring? No, just, no, not, you just think no, raise is boring, which yeah. is the, the worst take boring. in the world. I don't. It's the worst take. It's the fucking boring agent. No, uh, I disagree. These are I, these are really characters have... I don't play. Cast thinks any character yeah. he doesn't play is boring as fuck. No, 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 no. Like Ko's sick, Neon's sick. I don't play them. But agents like I just, what's going on? <laughs> the mic thing is just a sign because it, it's just like <laughs> it's like crackling and then like cutting off. Like I've never heard this from your mic before. I think I think it's really time weird. to uh to get rid of Logitech. Well, okay, let me really quickly say super fast. Uh let's cover cover the poll from last week since it is a somewhat, you know, time sensitive poll. Early opinions on Harbor I put out there, underpowered, more or less well balanced, way too strong needs a nerf and I don't know. We have zero votes for way too strong needs a nerf ASAP. We have 3 votes for more or less well balanced and 5 votes for underpowered needs a serious buff. So in total uh, no one thinks he's too strong, and there's healthy debate between uh, too weak and just right. So that's our opinions as of now. We'll have to see how this ages over time. Yeah, I mean, I think that really all this shows me is that we need more people to vote in the fucking Discord channel. Because <laughs> nine Amen. people voted. Come on, there's 120 of you in the, oh, okay. in the Discord. To be fair, 11 people voted because two people voted for I don't know, but I don't uh. feel, it didn't feel like that was worthwhile of explaining. Yeah, but yeah. like, there. Come on, hop in the Discord. Yeah. Let's get some more. Shoot votes. your shot in the in the polls without discussion channel, and then in the poll discussion channel if you really have a hot take. Um, yeah, or make your own poll. I, I feel like no one's done it for a while, so I wanted to throw it out there that yes, anyone can make a poll unless it's like something like, I mean, it's, it's, who wants to play comp? Really weird. <laughs> yeah, like I guess I guess there would be a poll that I wouldn't like and would have to remove, but like in general. I'm pretty open to people throwing out polls, so go ahead and do it. All right. With that, we will drink with you later.